How do we start it? Maria! What? We're here. Again. I thought Again. I thought you said the contract was for two years. Well, lucky for you, the contract got extended. Oh no, we had to stay in a hell for another year. <laughs> another year, she says. It's uh, it's a lot more than that. Another eternity. There you go. Another Doing... eternity in uh, in uh, I forgot the word. Hell. N well, yes, but also you know. Fuck, I forgot the word. What's the thing that's not hell, but it's not heaven either? Oh, purgatory. purgatory. There we go. Yes, that. Oh. So you notice we're in purgatory now. Yep, yep. Well, okay. well I mean, Good. like, even, like, IRL. This has to be purgatory. Oh, this, like, life we're living in? Yep, yep. Yeah, it sucks. We have all, it... we all died last year. The, the world has ended, oh, and we're just all waiting to, to go for judgment. And that's why it's so hellish right now. It's just you know, uh, purgatory existence till uh, we get called up by the big suits. <laughs> you know what? I bet twenty twelve or twenty twelve actually happened. God, yeah, we just died after twenty twelve, and everyone's just existing in purgatory. Yeah. Oh, that would be awful. That would be yep. so awful. Yep, but it's true. This I is motioned that if we're in purgatory, we should know about it. Nah. Nah, that's asking too much. That's asking too much. That's not the point of purgatory. The point of purgatory is to just kind of be, you know, in purgatory. Ugh. I guess. I don't know. I'm a not a Catholic. Luke warm existence. You have a lukewarm existence? Well, purgatory is a lukewarm existence. Purgatory is a lukewarm existence. I mean, we could always go back to hell. I guess. At least it's not this. Guess we get to see Lucy every now and again, so, you know. There you go. There you go. All right. We're headed. We're on a journey back to hell. Ugh. Speaking of which, this is a podcast, right? I mean, we're an audio-only platform, and we're yammering into a microphone, so yes? Mm -hmm. Yes. This is a podcast. It's called Hell in a Cell. Yep. An animation podcast hosted by me, James, and that's Maria. Hi. This is season three. This is season three. Or we're still in 2020, and it is actually still season two, because 2020 never ended. Oh, God. No. That's too confusing. Let's just say it's season three. Fine. Perverse, perverse, vile, vile, diabolical. This is truly hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. In a cell. I will get through hell in a cell, and I will go on. Season three. Woo! We did it. Woo! We made it to three seasons of this garbage. Ugh. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. I hate you so much. Yep. This is just revealed Likewise. all over. Just, our friendship is destroyed. We started out as very good friends. 
Yep, and now we hate each other. Yeah. That's just yep. how it is. Yep. Well, want to get this started, douchebag? Ah, sure. Sure, dumbhead. Dumbhead. Wow. Yep. What is that? It's a piece of paper. It has my notes on it. Oh my god. Okay, that's good. At least somebody took notes. As I said, we're an animation podcast. We watch an episode of a cartoon and uh, talk about it. Yep. And as per our usual sort of ritual of the start of the season, we are going to be talking about Courage again. Courage who? Courage the Cowardly Dog. Everybody knows what Courage is. (laughs) Come on. Not you Zoomers. You Zoomers don't know shit. I guess... Oh no, there's a whole generation that didn't grow up watching Curse the Cowardly Dog, James. Oh no, they didn't get horror, you know, scarred and horrified by all of the horrific <laughs> imagery in this cartoon made by a madman. Again, I can't believe how <laughs> any of this was allowed to be on TV and for children. That's a good question, actually. All right. We watched Courage the Cowardly Dog, Season 2, Episode 8, Bad Hair Day, and Forbidden Hat of Gold. Original release date, April 10th, 2001. I was 11. You were 3? Three? 3, yeah. And my three, brother was yeah. just born that year. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, written by David Stephen Cohen storyboarded by curtis sim and directed and created by john r dilworth yep i'm starting to get the feeling that in the olden days directed was just creator i I guess so yeah like if you're the one that made it then it makes sense that you also direct it because you're the one that like created it but right well i've been watching uh ed and eddie Mm mm-hmm in these, you know, uncertain times, mm-hmm. I need something to get me through this shit. Maria, stop judging me with your eyes. I'm always judging you, James. Oh, okay. That makes it better, actually. Anyway, every episode is directed by the creator, uh, Danny Antonucci. Right. So. I mean, again, it makes sense because, yeah, for especially mm. if it's like a smaller... Or I guess it was like a cable TV thing. I don't know that they want to spend more budget on getting like someone else to do the directing. But also, if I was a creator of something, then I would want to direct it too because I want it to be what my vision of the thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nowadays we actually have different directors. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they just made the created by title you know just kind of mm-hmm. all-encompassing anyway uh maria what did we watch james did you like did your like brain needle skip several <laughs> several ridges did it was just your brain needle skipping is that what happened there i went a little porky pig there for a second uh-huh, uh-huh. yes all right. Okay. Mm. So dial-up tone and everything. Um, 
<laughs> Do you want me to add a dial tone yes. as that's going yes. on? Yes, okay. Please. If I remember, I'll do it. Well, it's on the recording. Yeah, and I have to get through all hour of this thing. So the episode starts off with like this weird sort of room with a bunch of like executive people and you know these creepy like people well they're not even people they're just silhouettes standing around a table talking about how they're not getting enough money so they have to get new like participants or something um and then we go we sort of cut to muriel who's just getting done with her um appointment with the doctor who's real funny looking um and she you know she comes home with with courage and everything and um the doctor gets a call from one of these mysterious executive guys um, to to basically uh, ask if he has any patients that are um, blood type. What was it? A, B, X, Y, yeah, Z. Yeah, A, B, X, Y, Z blood type. And um, the first, the doctor's like, no, it's confidential information. I can't give you any of that stuff. Blah, 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 blah. And then they, like, promise him a bunch of money, and then he gives them Muriel's information, who apparently is blood type A, B, X, Y, Z. Um, and so someone shows up at their doorstep and is like, hi, guys, I want you to participate in this in this experiment. And Muriel's like, no, but I got a knit, though. And they're like, but we'll give you this much money. And Muriel's like, nah, I don't want to. And then they're like, but we'll give you this much money. And Muriel's like, nah, I don't wanna. And then they're like, fine, we'll be in touch. And then leaves. And then Muriel gets like a weird, creepy phone call. And a bunch of strong men come and grab Muriel and take her away. And uh, Eustace is hungry, so he decides he wants to go look for Muriel, but only because he's hungry. Um, and yes. finds that he, this, like, uh, well, so Courage does a bunch of sleuthing and figures out who or where um, Muriel's been taken to. Um, and apparently she's the product of this hair company. Um, and Eustace and Courage go over to to that place and um, find out that his mom, Eustace's mom, is um, in charge of uh, this, this experimentation place. It's um, the most random thing. Like, it is why the is most Eustace's lame. mom here? Because she's bald and they give her hair. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. It's just like she just randomly appears in the episode. I yeah. remember her being a figure. Yeah, yeah. She's series. been here before, but like yeah, so she she's she used to be bald and stuff and use, usually wears a wig and et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, they're doing research about hair related stuff, like edible hair and hair housing and hair olympic sports and all that weird shit and she's like nothing untowards happening here and kicks them all out um also makes fun of eustace for a little bit um and so courage decides no this is all bullshit so turns into an envelope and posts himself into the building um finds muriel You're going very in depth for what is a very simple story <laughs> yeah anyway, I'm, I'm trying to pick it up james um so yes yeah, so courage essentially finds muriel as like in this room where a bunch of other people are like hanging from the ceiling and have hair growing all over them 
Um, and uh, Eustace's mom shows up because he's trespassing on private property. Um, and they have this bizarre chase in like a in everybody's hair. Um, until I guess, you know, it's kind of like a sort of. If you had somebody who's talented direct mm -hmm. a Scooby-Doo chase scene. Yeah. I think that's probably like the inspiration for like all the every time yeah, the, Courage the, gets the chased around. Booping around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he yeah, so he basically sets off the sprinklers and the fire department shows up. Um and so Eustace uh, sorry, uh, Courage carries Muriel out. Um and um also Rex uh, uses mom's hair so she goes away crying with an executive um, and they all yes. live happily ever after the end the end <laughs> do you want me to do the recap of the other one too or do we want to talk about this yeah. one first uh, the, the, what we're going to talk about is pretty interconnected so just, yeah um, okay yeah. Uh, so the second episode forbidden hat of gold um it starts out with Eustace watching this uh, documentary about uh, the Hat of Gold um, that apparently Ooh. an adventurer had found where it was but died before they could, like, Not get just it. any adventurer, Maria. Yeah. His and brother. So, yeah, so the adventurer turns out to be Eustace's brother, and he left Eustace this map uh, to get to the hat. And so Eustace, being Eustace, decides that he wants to go get the hat of gold so that he'll be rich, 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 rich. Um, and so he convinces Muriel uh, to go for uh, a trip uh, to a trip into the uh, great unknown. Um, and they find... Not, um, the, not that great unknown. It, the the different great yeah, unknown. It's a great unknown. It's a different great unknown. It's an unknown. We don't know if it's great. Um. Anyway, so they they sort of walk through this jungle and they reach this sort of like mountainous sort of cliffy area and find a poem about, you know, not being greedy and such. Um, and so they yeah they find a cave. They go inside. They find a hat, and then the caves start attacking them with pies and punching punching gloves and a giant watermelon um, until eventually they're caught by these like cultists who worship a golem god um, and they're like where's the hat give us the hat blah 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 why is this not an uncommon occurrence in this universe <laughs> that I don't there's know. just people cultists. that worship insane things there are oh my god yes um and so so yeah um they they are basically put into the cult's prison until Yus is willing to tell them where the hat is. Otherwise, they're going to be sacrificed to their god. Um, and then Muriel is taken Ooh. out to get sacrificed. And uh, Courage remembers part of the poem that is basically that vanity will be their demise or something like that. So he orders a bunch of, like, fluffy jackets to give to the golem and his um, cult members. And they get all like, ooh, I look so pretty, blah, blah, blah. And um, then just eventually turn into dust. Um, and, you know, Courage and Muriel go back on a boat on, like, cruise ship. 
Um, and Eustace is a p part of the rubble. Um, he his hat is inside the golden hat is inside his hat, and he puts it on and turns to stone. Um, and Muriel's like, I hope Eustace is okay. And she's just like standing on a cruise ship with courage, like, yeah, you're sure he's fine. Um, uh, and yeah, they I'm both sure. live happily ever after the end. The end. Yeah. Uh, these were very random episodes that you picked for us. <laughs> well, I picked the golem one because of the golem being like a 3D right. thing. I didn't know that the other one was like the hair day one, but we did find stuff and in that one that was friggin' hilarious. Um, yes. Well. well, let's start off with Eustace's mom is pretty awful. <laughs> She's an abusive woman. Yes. And she hates Eustace and, and Eustace hates everybody else. Well, so the worst thing, though, is that, like, she hates Eustace but gives all of her, like, affection to Courage, which is right. probably why Eustace hates Courage so much is because, like, mm -hmm. everything that he wants from his mom is being given to Courage and also she's being shitty to him, so he's being shitty to Courage. It's like literally the same tone and wordings and everything. It's great. It's just the cycle of, it's the cycle of violence, Marith. You know, it's, you get you, you got to eventually abuse. cycle of abuse. You got to break that cycle eventually. You know, you got to just you know. But it's not going to break with there. with with Eustace because. Um, oh no, he's he's kind of a monster. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the true monster of the series. He really is. Um, also, like his brother is like rich and famous and handsome and shit. So, he's yeah. Kind of got but that. he's also dead. So. I mean, yeah, know. he's also dead. But Eustace is like, yeah, he's a good brother, and I'm the the nobody brother who has a farmhouse in the middle of godforsaken country land uh, drought land um, perpetual middle, drought literally land. the middle of nowhere the middle of nowhere <laughs> I think they're smack dab in the middle of this place called nowhere probably is that, that and the reason it's nowhere is because like there's just it's just there's nothing around Except that they do go to the city and they do go to like fairs and shit. So there's stuff around, yeah. but just not around where their house is. Well, you say that, and yet aliens and demons and zombies all yeah. like congregate at this like nexus point that's of why, evil. That's why it's the place of nowhere, because it's been like hit by so much bullshit that nothing wants to stay around it anymore. Oh my god, it's true. He's the unlucky guy who bought a cursed farmhouse. Well, he probably bought it because it was really, really cheap. And you know why it was really, really That's cheap? True. Is because it was being hit by all sorts of crazy <laughs> shenanigans. Like the weird underground eggplant people, or like yeah, was... aliens, or the random yeah. goose that shows up, or Monsieur yeah. Lequeck. Yes. Uh, yep. Uh,. Also, the windmill is possessed by demons. Yeah, King Ramsey shows up every now and again. Oh yeah, they just buried that there for some reason because why not? Yeah, yeah. A cursed tablet in the middle of nowhere. Bigfoot shows up. Like, Bigfoot. of course, of course, that thing was cheap. cheap a lesbian shows up. I know a lesbian shows up looking for a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, and of course Eustace bought it. It was probably so fucking cheap on the market that he was just like, yes, I'm going to be rich, 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 rich. This farmland is so cheap. Uh, we need to go to Cartoon Network and pitch this reboot of Courage. <laughs> oh God, the Courage pre, uh, pre, uh, nowhere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The the gritty origin story of Courage. God. The gritty origin story of Courage is that his parents got sent to the moon. Right. <laughs> That happened. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, good. Anyway, <laughs> what? Yep. Um, what did we so watch? anyway, we watched. Yeah. So Eustace sucks. Um, his mom sucks too. Um, yes. And he's bald, and she is also bald. <laughs> um, and therefore okay. he's working for this company. Um, right. Anyway, so the most like striking part, I guess. Okay. So, how awful would it be to actually have a house made out of hair? Like, of your own hair? Oh. Well, first off, can we talk about that image in the show, which is just so weird and creepy? Which one? Of the the weird, strange, bug-eyed girl in oh that house. Oh my yes. It is so creepy. She just has, like, the big eyes, and her house is yeah. her hair, and it's just like, this woman is miserable. Um, yeah, it's like if you took American Gothic and put, they put on those creepy anime masks. Oh, God. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know what he does, but even in like the most innocuous episodes, there's something creepy in it. Well, it's because like the eyes are really big, but then the body is super scrawny. So yeah, it's just exactly. like they got this like haunted look in your in their eyes that they haven't mm. eaten for like decades. Um, yeah. she she could she could just go over there and eat some hair. I know, right? Also, edible hair that sounds awful. Anyway. Uh-huh. Hairball. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. God. It'd be worse than popcorn. What but popcorn is good. No, get, like getting stuck in your teeth oh, and all right. that. Right, yes, 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 yes. It would now be the kernels. Worse. Yes. Oh my god, those things get everywhere. Imagine mm-hmm. getting teeth out of your hair, just like you mean and hair, hair out, out of your, your teeth. teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Exactly. But anyway, I, this was a pretty average to low episodes of Courage, yeah. but why is it interesting? It's interesting because they used a damn picture in the, in the background. The background was just straight up picture of the grass and picture of a of a sky with blue sky with clouds in it and then they just drew this this friggin oh my gosh they just drew this friggin fire truck onto this picture (laughs) of the ground of of the grass okay and this just like half the body of of the fireman is in the frame because they were smart but also you guys you guys okay um oh god where do we start okay it's after courage has saved muriel yes 
they're climbing out into and we didn't notice this before we probably should have but we're morons yeah so you know they're climbing out they go into the the just the outside of the building and just like okay first of all this fire truck what the fuck is up with this fire truck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who on the production team drew this fire truck in five seconds? <laughs> Literally someone, I swear to God, drew this on like the most time crunchiest way possible because it is, to be fair, it works because it's courage. Everything is uh, wonky yeah. looking. Everything is sure. wonky. So it's fine. But also no. this truck looks like it was drawn by a four-year-old. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you <laughs> notice it, it's just like... And again, oof, oof. in their defense, this this like see this like scene was up for only maybe like a second, like right, it wasn't God. a long shot, and it, you know like mm-hmm. in any in any means. So like they were cutting corners, yeah. they were doing the smart thing, but also. But what wasn't there for just a second was the damn backgrounds. Oh, God. They did a close-up of Muriel and Courage, and the ground was the grass-like picture. And then they drew bushes around it to make it look like it was a natural part of the scene. And it was hilarious because we saw it the first time and we could not unsee it again. No. Okay. So... In our very, very first episode of this stupid podcast, recorded way back then, I probably have deleted the episode by now and thrown it in the garbage, because I'm sure it sounds awful. Yep. But we talked about the the texturing in that episode, too. Yes, we did. We did, yeah. But that's because they had a single ground texture that they had stretched out to create the illusion of movement. Mm Mm-hmm. On the as this like horse was riding and it 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 didn't work but it was you know it it was was, fine yeah it was fine it was fine this is just they literally went outside took a picture of the of the grass and used that as the background they did they did it was again it works because it's courage and most of courage is just mixed media it's just a lot of mixed media media just like slathered on together and put on you know on tv and you know that's what gives um the show it's it's like very unique um sort of appeal to it is the weird shoehorn like um graphics and the bizarre um just the bizarreness of it everything is so bizarre that it doesn't look weird right because everything Mm -hmm. is weird so sure why not we have a picture of grass on the ground um but also like there's art involved right like they did draw like it wasn't just the background they did draw oh you know the, the truck on it and they did draw like grass and um you know bushes around it and everything so it doesn't feel out of place it's just that we noticed it and it was it was hilarious it was was beautiful (laughs) it was hilarious and i think like courage was made in 2000 yeah 2000 yeah well this one was 2001 so yeah yeah anyway around the 2000s and it's just like that was the very very old you know the the very burgeoning days of 3d graphics Mm -hmm. and especially on tv you didn't well you saw it but it was awful exactly and courage knew it was awful 
and it was just like, how do we make this creepy? And you'd never forget that's the scene where you see King Ramsey. Yep. It, and he just looks so weird and wonky in his mood. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, Courage. like the, they they sort of got the idea and the understanding that 3D looks out of place. And part of horror is also things looking out of place. And so right. they found a way to mesh both of those things together and make something creepy out of it. Um, to be fair, the golem in the second part of this episode was not exactly creepy, but like no. it was a kind of I very vividly remember the golem like even now I very I don't remember anything else from that episode, but I remember the golem. See, I remember the bad hair day. And I didn't remember the golem. I, I mean, I remember bad hair day mostly because of the lady with the weird hair um yeah that's why i remember that um but like i remembered the golem episode it was again mm. um they use the same technique like they use like texture pictures even in the um in this other episode for um for mountains for like the facade of the cliffs right well we'll talk about that <laughs> Or I guess we can talk about that. I mean, we now. can talk about that because we were kind of just talking about it. But. Right, yeah. No, this is a very... Instead of just going outside and taking a picture of the, gra <laughs> of the grass and uploading the JPEG, oh the JPEG God. file into your into whatever program you're using oh at the time that was probably like, you know, animating with soup. You know, I'm mm -hmm. sure it was very difficult yep. for that. I mean, you're mixing, like, I I think Courage was cell animated. I think so, uh, yeah, a little bit. There's probably, like, some amount of cell involved and some amount of, like, digital work involved. Yeah, I mean, well, you have to with a lot of what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. So, so. It, again, it's part of what is made, makes it so, like, iconic is the weird, like, collage shoehorning everything into it and still working sort of right um yeah but yeah anyway. i mean without courage i think we wouldn't have a lot of other mixed media type cartoons yeah that attempted this stuff like uh spongebob attempted a lot of that exactly exactly um gumball is made of mixed media exactly yeah yeah i was thinking about gumball as well yeah, yeah. but again I think like, gumball owes its entire existence to courage yeah and again like when <laughs> when they did use these like images you know the the texture packs or whatever um oh, yes. they, there was like craft involved because they like made sure that there was like um you know uh perspective to the to the the mountains they drew on it right. like as much as they used the texture they drew it to make it look seamless with with the cell animation um by like adding right. you know sh shadows and shadings and changing the colors and so on and so forth um and giving yeah, it sort of a uh, yeah i can imagine a lesser cartoon from the same era doing the same thing that courage is doing you know using instead of having you know hand-drawn backgrounds which you know we're, we're pretty big fans of personally yes i i do quite but, enjoy hand hand-drawn backgrounds 
but instead buying like a texture pack and doing what courage is doing which is just superimposing the cells over these textures doing them really poorly yeah and just not integrating them into the world well but what they did was they were very 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 careful we're making fun but there is so much artistry there in is what they did. exactly like it's it's mostly most of this is just us like noticing that they did that and then also realizing how it it was do- it's been done so well that it kind of skips us most of the time like we don't even realize it's mm. happening um mm-hmm. because like the more i think about it the more a lot of courage's um stuff is basically textures like even the ground um uh, that the house is on is texture um i think even like i think even the wood of the house is wood texture um, oh it might oh yeah i think it is yeah yeah so oh, like like the more that you think about it everything is textured but it's just so well integrated like the artistry put into it to make it look not like a picture um is is seamless and and you know the only reason we're talking about it is because we kind of noticed it now and it's kind of funny <laughs> thinking about I mean, it the grass one is probably the laziest thing yeah with yeah that. but again like just... that was what for like two seconds maybe you know like i, I get not, it yeah not yeah not even a majority not even a close to a majority of the episode and then these mountains that they made yeah which this is, this is what this podcast is. It's us gushing over mountains. It's mountains gushing over mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over them. Yeah, they, just, you know, they have this like rocky texture that you probably could buy for like five hundred dollars back in two thousand one, <laughs> because it was a scam. Because you know? it was a scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they would sell them to these production. You know, a, a texture pack, two thousand textures. For you, you know, production is you know you'd buy them and it's all just crap. Yep. But they took these sh- these shitty textures and they're not that okay. They're pretty shitty. They're, they're like yeah, you know. Yeah, they're base. You know, they're the things that come standard in Photoshop at this point. Right. But yeah, they took these and instead of just like slapping them in the background and just kind of cutting them out, like you know, they they drew on them. They had you know layer they layered them on yeah and they made sure there was perspective on them just like you said lighting and then they, they had... worked on lighting stuff too yes. yes which was probably very very difficult yeah yeah just like the... thinking about it and then that on top of that like using um like the part like the, sh- the the scene where they're running away from the watermelon has like three different angled shots and they're so well done. Um, True. Yeah, and like the weird, they got the weird fisheye thing going every now and again and, um, you know, just that mm. along with this, it kind of just balances it off. Um, mm-hmm. And then also them having to use 3D for the golem, which was... Oh, uh, yeah. Can we talk about that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, let's let's talk about the 3D with the golem. This is interesting. It's not the best Courage has used 3D, I think. I, yeah, had, yeah. King Ramsey's is probably better. Well, no. King Ramsey looks awful. Well, yeah, but like it kind of adds... To, there was no like 
horror well, yeah. effect for this one, right? Like there wasn't anything no. scary about the golem. He was just kind of there. Um, did a yeah, few he poses was just there. and. Uh, I think what they were trying to go for was a very like uh, stop motion inspired thing yeah, with the golem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He moved in very jittery um, movements, like you'd get if you watched old Ray Harryhausen right. stuff. And I get, you know, I get what they were trying to go for. It just like. Uh, eh, I mean, eh. looking at it now, like, yeah, it definitely kind of feels like out of place, but also it was hilarious. It was just <laughs> hilarious looking at this golem just standing there, imagining itself on like a catwalk, posing around. It was just, it was just beautiful. And like, they kind of got the idea of the vanity across through that because even like the golem started crumbling after that because. Mm. It is like, you know, supposed to represent this deity that doesn't is in vain and shit and now is thinking about themselves in on like a catwalk and stuff. So I think they got that across pretty well. It's just it's so funny. That's all I can think about. <laughs> it's just the dumb, dumb shit of this this 3D animated golem posing around in this fur jacket. Also, can we talk about the the name of the shipping company? What was it? Dill, Dill Express? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dill, Dill Express. Yeah. Dill. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Dillworth. Dillworth, yep. It's a joke you'd only understand if you could read the credits. Yep, 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 yep. Anyway, so it was great. I loved it. 10 out of 10. Um, Also, the rat was hilarious. Oh, yeah, rat's always great. Yeah, he always shows big, up every now and again. Yeah, yeah. Is he is he is he always a truck driver? I can't. Wait, remember. he's a mouse, not a rat. What's the difference? Lots of anyway. <laughs> there, no, he's not always a truck driver. He's he's a diner. He remember he ran a diner in the mask. He did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, he just keeps showing up at random. This dude does a lot yeah. of things. You know, he wears many I know hats. He, he does wear many hats. I mean, they reuse character models left and left and right and right. And yeah, which is fine. I like that, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Rats showing up every now and again is beautiful. It's great. Yeah, it's great. And that weird Asian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Watch where you're going, you fool. Yes, that guy. And then, oh, yeah, you wanted to talk about the doctor. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. I kind of really Dr. like the Vindaloo. doctor. Yeah, Dr. Vindaloo is great because, A, first of all, his name is like an actual Indian person's name. This is a normal name. Like, is it? Yes, yes, this is a oh, normal okay. name. Um, it's actually name of a food. But, like, yeah, I, I very rarely see someone, like, being portrayed as, like, not, like, maybe South Asian ethnicity or something and then also mm-hmm. having a South Asian name. And this could, hmm. like, is great. I love it. Because it was actually, and this was, like, 2000s. Like, right now, sure, you will find names left and right. But, like, this is the 2000s. Like, you don't, you don't get that anywhere. And it's great. Um, also, Wait, is he, Baljeet an Indian name? Um, yes. Yes, yes. It is, uh, I guess it's a sick name. Um, uh, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a name. Um okay. It's a name you'd see. Yes, it's a name that I would hear. Yes, definitely. Um yes. not pronounced that way, but 
Okay. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Oh, yeah, it is a it is an Indian name. It is an actual Indian name. Um Mhm. Anyway, so yeah, yes. uh I I don't know. He's just he's just really great. Every time he shows up, he's just kind of dorky and I love him. Um because like as much as he plays by certain stereotypes like he's a doctor and stuff he's also just stupid and weird and it's great he's just got the uh, yeah. he's got the he's got the brown uncle energy down <laughs> he really really does he's got the full like brown uncle energy going with the wife beater on when he's not like in his coat and like fucking you know, epilating his hair, like, in the middle of the day. Just, like, the most brown uncle energy I have seen in a show in a very long time. The, the just wild, unmanaged eyebrows. Yes, just, just the wild eyebrows. It's just, he's got it, man. He's 10 out okay. of 10. He's got it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... It's I, I guess the most defen- the he the accent and he's a doctor. Yeah, that's the Indian stereotype thing. I mean, it's like the the yeah. thing. The reason why it works out okay is because again, this is the two thousands. You know, yes. like I I'm not surprised by the accent being there. It's it's passable because just because. It just fits well with the whole like in brown Indian uncle like stereotype of this like middle aged man or like older man who probably like em- immigrated to wherever and is like yeah I'm a doctor but also I you know it's fuck not... your accent I'm gonna keep mine you know right it's not a uh... It's not an Apu where it's just exactly. based off the fact that Indian people work at Seven Eleven. Uh, yeah, have, exactly. And they talk funny and believe weird crap. Yeah, like he's just I'm a normal. That. Like he's just a he's just a normal weird dude in this right. weird world of weird things. And right. again, he just he fits. really fits that like weirdo brown uncle energy. It is truly. Right truly one of a kind um he's not an aberration in the world yeah exactly as opposed to exactly. like an apu he yeah. he fits very he well he fits well with the, the world yeah and he doesn't like it doesn't feel like he's out of place and people don't like act different around him you know like they don't mm-hmm. act different or weird or ask him weird questions about like why he talks like that or whatever you know like he's just kind of there and he's their normal doctor and they go meet him all of the time and once he mm-hmm. you know pu- put in a spine of a weird archaeological relic into into eustace you know whatever works yep <laughs> it just you know it, he's okay. just great he and again like he's a regular character he shows up every now and again and mm-hmm. you know whatever Okay, that's it's an interesting discussion. Yeah, I mean, I we was also have, like, uh... remember we were also like talking about how like I hadn't noticed that like Muriel was a shade darker than like Eustace is. Oh and his yeah, mom is. yeah. Like it had only just occurred to me that Muriel is like kind of brown looking, <laughs> even though yeah. like her ancestry is supposed to be like Scottish, part Scottish, right, or something. 
but then yeah, like she's supposed to be from Scotland, actually. Yeah, but then like she also plays the sitar, which is like an Indian instrument. So I'm just like, okay. Yeah. What is even? It... But like also, hmm. she's great. I love Muriel too. Do Indians use vinegar a lot? Um, I mean, not more than usual. It's not like a trademark of our food. Okay. Just, I, I, you know, she that's one of her weird things yeah, she that she loves vinegar. vinegar. A lot. Yeah, that's true. Also, so, vinegar. I thought maybe it was an Indian thing, you know, maybe. No, you guys put no. a lot of we vinegar put a lot of spices. Into- like a lot oh, of yeah, a lot of powders and, and weirdly shaped things that sizzle when you put them in the oil. I guess the vinegar vinegar thing is actually more of an English thing. It is, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's where that comes from. Yeah, but yeah, she does play the sitar, and yeah, she is a shade darker than every other character. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm like, which is again mm-hmm. rare to see. I, I hmm. gotta hand it to like courage for now in like retrospect being very like diverse in its existence for especially for the 2000s right yeah they have like uh, yeah it's a discussion it's, it's we'll have a deeper dive in this when we watch an Apu episode of the Simpsons oh dear god all right. We'll watch the one where his mother comes. Oh, dear. But yes. Um, oh, you're, oh, you're going to love that one. But yes, brown, weird brown uncle energy from the doctor there. Um, it's great. 10 yes, out of 10. I love it. Uh, also, they did a parody of David Attenborough in the start of the uh, Golden Hat episode, uh, yes. which was great. Yes, they did. I, I quite enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a good 10 out of 10. It's good. It's good. It's good. What do you give the episode, Marianne, a weird scaling Scale system? Scale of well, one to four fingers. Um, yes. Because cartoons only say... have four fingers, except not anymore. I mean, Courage only has three. That's true. <laughs> but actually, Muriel and Eustace have five. Yes, they do. So... Anyway. They cut off an extra one of Courage's yep, to make up for that? I, I guess don't know. so. I don't know. But anyway, um, I would give it like three and a half. Oh, you like this? Yeah. I was going to give it like one and a half. What? But I liked the episode. I guess like a two. I'll give it a two. It's it's average. Yeah, you know, it's not even, fun. it's not close to the, I give it an extra one and a half because of the doctor. That's okay. You you're entitled to your opinions. The doctor's we, great. I love him. I mean, he is very funny. He is always very funny in the show. He is also the computer, but he didn't show up in this one. Never mind. We watched a few no, episodes afterwards, didn't. and I keep forgetting that they weren't for this uh, episode. <laughs> Yes, the computer is hilarious. I love the computer. Yep. So much sarcasm. It's great. 10 out of 10. It's true. Do you have any news for us, James? Uh, no. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. It's the season. Who um, has any news? Like, there's stuff getting released. That's kind of where we're at right now. 
Mm-hmm. Not a lot of stuff is getting revealed. Every we're in the midst of the streaming wars. Is basically where yeah, we're at. Yeah, basically, it's kind of awful. I don't like it. You don't like it? <laughs> well, let's like let's 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 discuss actually, because it's you know our theater is going to be coming back um, in the form that they came that they started in. <sighs> I mean, I know people that enjoy going to movie theaters to watch movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're called freaks. And, like, I don't dislike going to movie theaters. No, I don't, yeah. like, but, like, only if I'm with people, obviously, right? Right. I don't, and, again, I come from a country where going to movie theaters is kind of one of the other, one of the things that you would do with people like with friends and family and stuff this was our way of um spending time together away from home but when everything else was closed down you know because it was like Mm -hmm. late at night or something right um so like that's where my kind of affinity i guess for theaters comes from but i haven't been to a movie theater in like ages so it's been like a year now. I mean, more than Even that. Even longer. Yeah, like yeah. I haven't been to the movie theater in ages. God. They're abhorrently right. overpriced. Overpriced. Like, yes. I would rather at this point just sit at home and plug an HDMI cable into my laptop and watch it on the couch with friends, right? Like, I yeah, can have my basically. own snacks and my own food and my chair is soft and comfy and... I can yell at the TV without people yelling back at me like, Jesus, I get it. God, (laughs) in the theater, we have to be cordial or whatever. Mm, But Gotta watch the movie, pay attention. But also, movie theaters are awful. Yeah, exactly. They're like awful. Kids are there. Everyone's yelling and vomiting. And people are like smuggling in alcohol. Yeah, or soup. Or soup. Who watches movies and drinks soup? I I would watch a movie and drink soup, but at home. Well, yeah, but like in, what, the in a movie theater where it's dark and you could drop uh, no. it on someone. Like, oh, yeah, it's just like spill it all over the guy in front of you and give him third degree burns. <laughs> you know? It's great. I mean, yeah, at home you could eat anything and watch a movie and it's fine. Ah, it's so great. I love it. But like, uh, but like, like I in a movie theater, watching. anything other than popcorn and nachos just feels like a dumb idea because it's dark and everyone's just like, yeah, feeling around for things. <laughs> even pizza is pushing it. Yeah, even pizza is kind of pushing it. Yeah. Yes, but the point is, is that our movie theater is gonna come back. <sighs> Again, it's hard to say. Probably not as much as they did. Like, I feel like people are too used to, you know, being at home and getting all our entertainment shipped to us on our on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. So not probably not as much. I might they might there might be a bit of a boom because people will want to not be at home for a while. So right. I'm pretty sure they will have some some level of like of a resurgence but i don't know if it will stay that way right well i mean with all these studios pushing out of the theater business 
and putting all their stuff on streaming services like after that boom are they going to have anything left to draw people in i mean the, the, that's the thing though like if people if so the reason why a lot of this stuff is coming on streaming services is because these companies and filmmakers know that you know all of this is like people are at home and are watching stuff from at home right now so they're sort of catering to that if people start going to the theater a lot i i'm pretty sure that they would start up supplying that that sort of need to be outside and socialize and go watch movies so i don't see why they wouldn't change their minds like overnight to do that because they're stupid and that's Mm. how they did it with hbo (laughs) so you know what's to say that they won't do it again right but also money well yeah exactly thing means the money well yeah but like exactly that's what i'm saying like if if these move if these filmmakers start seeing people go back to like movie theaters because they don't want to be at home anymore then they will start supplying that no, to... no, no. but with streaming services they don't have to share the profits they don't but if the profit margin is higher because people are going to theaters more than will they care hmm I, I don't know it's i mean even when the pandemic is over quote unquote it's never gonna people are well yeah i mean that's true in america it's never gonna be over we're always gonna have the pandemic it's forever love it or leave it and by leave it i mean die because just die (laughs) that's true yeah but i guess where does that leave us though us as in you and me, or us just as in people that watch movies? I guess people that enjoy animated movies. I mean, does animation have a place in movie theaters, really? I mean, again, like, it could just become like a divided market, you know? Like, there would just be a lot of animated stuff on streaming services, and... You know, blockbusters can decide whether they want to be on streaming services or if they want to start off in the theaters and then move to streaming services, right? Like, right. You know, the well, usual I mean, older model. Right. We always got to go back to the older model because it worked out so well the first five times. <laughs> you know, yeah. the movie industry collapsed. But I mean, you have all these studios buying animated movies because they can't have actors like going right. around. I mean, Tom Cruise is filming a movie and he freaked the fuck out when the guy wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Good message. Wrong tone, man. That's what stars do. Wrong (laughs) tone. My God. Did you not see the Christian Bale freak out? It's this. I mean, I did, but like Christian Bale freak out versus this one, um, someone like freaking out over a pandemic sort of situation. Like, Spreading a disease, it, two different things. Again, I won't say that, you know, yelling was the way that he yelled was the way that he should have done it. That's what I'm saying. Right message, wrong tone, buddy. Wrong yeah, tone. Enough. No one deserves to be yelled at like that. And, you know, like, if... I, I don't know. Like, even if you want people to start wearing their masks and blah, 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 then you make sure that they do that and you talk to them about it, but you don't fucking lose your shit over it. Come on, dude. That's my hot take. That, that was a pretty mild take right there. Listen. 
Yes, I'm listening. I got nothing to say. Okay, good. I don't know. I don't want to go back to a theater. Honestly. Yeah, I know. I like. I get it. I don't know that I would go back to the theater willingly because, again, like theaters are willingly. fucking expensive, and yeah, I could just, I just time. rather wait a few more months before I go watch something. That's the know. other thing. Nobody has any money anymore. Exactly. That's what I'm like. Why would I spend like fifteen dollars to go watch a movie when I could just sit at home and I pay like. $12 a month for Netflix and watch like 50 different movies like exactly and there's the other thing rich people don't watch movies they don't go out to the theater and watch movies they have home entertainment you know yeah, home, home theaters theaters so why go out yeah, yeah fair enough they get work prints from their friends God. sent to them so yeah you know yeah rich people don't watch rich people don't do anything like normal people I, do well yeah like they don't they're go hollow the, husks they don't go of, to the gym like normal people they don't like no eat like normal people they don't no. like pass their time like normal people no to go to the country club no they're they're brain poisoned by money exactly they 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 are they are less human than dogs. Dogs are more human than rich people. Yeah, yeah, because a dog will try to give you the Heimlich if you start choking. <laughs> I, it, will it? I didn't know a dog knew the Heimlich maneuver. Well, trained dogs can, and dogs have done it before. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, there's amazing. a man that got saved because his dog jumped on his chest after he started choking. Oh my god, that's amazing. that's more impressive than anything a rich person has ever done in their life. <laughs> oh god. A yeah. dog jumping on a man to save his life is more impressive than anything that Elon Musk has ever done. I mean also like yeah, like if uh if a person like gets a stroke or starts getting a heart attack or something, you can train dogs to um, you know, go get help, dial nine one one. You can train dogs to um warn you if they sense that you're going to get a seizure before you get a seizure. Damn, damn. That's amazing. I bet there are some rich people that don't even know how to dial 911. They just tell Alexa to do it. Exactly. And Alexa doesn't work. Alexa, 911, please. I'm sorry. I didn't get that. Do you want me to play the Beatles? I wanna hold your hand, Alexa. I wanna hold your hand, please. God. Anyway. Good night, Davy. Anyway, so yep. Anyway, yeah. I don't know if theaters are gonna come back. They might like have a resurgence, but then just kind of fall back to nothingness again oh it's gonna be such a like or everybody's gonna be like theaters are saved they're back everybody's celebrating left and right and just like going in theaters and spitting in each other's mouths and <laughs> vomiting all over the walls and just just like hugging the screen and just having orgies in the seats it's amazing and then five months later 
theaters are dead. Well, some hedge fund is going to try and run it to the ground is what's going to happen. Well, they, they're, already, they're already trying to do that, Maria. I know. You know. They're trying to do that with AMC right now. Um, yeah, I know. You know. But we'll see. <laughs> uh, the death of movie theaters. But what does it mean for the animation industry? Question mark. Nobody knows. The animation industry is like in uncharted waters most of the time. So... True. It's just perpetual True. existence is being like on uncharted waters all of the time, perpetually. Technology right. wise, ownership wise, business model wise, just mm -hmm. like fucking booms and busts, gold rushes, trends change exactly. so quickly. I mean, like now we just got a huge boon booming animation industry going on right yeah now. exactly but that's just because of the time we're in and who knows what it'll turn into who knows disney canceled ducktales there's nothing we don't know anything that's going god. on god they did cancel ducktales so you know who knows during a pandemic yeah that is weird lame stupid Anyway, it's stupid. What are we yes. watching next time, James? Okay, next time we are looking at a historical artifact that should not have been uncovered, much oh, no. like King Ramsey himself. Oh no! See, I brought it back to courage. Isn't that, uh -huh. that impressive? Uh -huh. Yep, it's we're we're looking at one of the first motion captured cartoons ever. Uh, yep, it's for this season. We're looking at more 3D CG, uh, janky, chaotic catastrophes. Chaotic catastrophes, and what better way to start than with the Donkey Kong Country cartoon oh from the nineties? Oh my god! You saw Sonic. You saw Sonic again. You saw the Super Mario Brothers Super Duper Show. Now it's Donkey Kong's time to shine. Oh, Jesus. Baby. Why would you hurt me this way? It's going to be fun. <sighs> Fine. I guess that's what we're doing. Yep. That is what we're doing. So we'll see you guys next time when my brain is melted by the Donkey Kong <laughs> Country Show or whatever it's called. It's yeah. And yeah. and yeah. It's Canadian. Oh good lord. Okay. Well, see you then guys. See you then. Hey everyone, if you like this episode and you would like to um support us and talk to us some more, um you can follow our social media, um Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um at chaotic silly no space in the middle of any of that and we are also going to be streaming on twitch uh, james will be streaming something on weekdays at 11 p.m pst um at our twitch channel chaotic silly so we'll see you there bye, bye.